If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. Good evening, good morning, across the country and around the world. Sports Overnight America. Marty Terrell here along the way of Monday into a Tuesday as we kick off a new month here on Sports Byline. And we do it with a lot of grandeur as uh, NCAA Men's Championship game tonight. NRG Stadium, Houston, Texas. Upstart San Diego State, five-time National champion UConn head coach Danny Hurley from the decorated New Jersey City, uh, New Jersey Hurley family, of course. So a lot to get to on uh, championship Monday into a Tuesday. We'll break down the game. Some afternoon baseball. Our buddies out in San Francisco, producer Dominic Jimenez and the crew out at Sports Byline. Giants with a big win uh, in the late going, uh, had a big lead over the uh, White Sox in Chicago. So I believe that was in Chicago. So uh, away we go as we get it started here. And, uh, you know, the uh, weekend was pretty good, too. The women's game, LSU and Iowa, uh, pretty good sports theater when you get right down to it. And that LSU team was just a beast. I don't think there was a team in the in the world that would have beaten that team uh, on the women's side. Let's not get carried away, but... Uh, you know, South Carolina was going to beat that uh, team yesterday, and Iowa certainly hung around for a while, got off to a good start, but uh, foul tr- trouble, and I could sit here and rail on the refs. It, it, it went both ways. It was a horrifically called game, both sides. So there's no, you know, you can't sit there. I, you know, a lot of Hawkeye fans want to blame it on the refs. Listen, you, 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 didn't, you didn't rebound to save your life. Angel Reese had foul trouble, too. She went out for a project, uh, protracted period of time, second quarter before the half. When Caitlin had to sit down, and or Monica had to sit down, Cesano. Uh, so listen, it, it, you know they they called a they, they called a lot of fouls, and to me, yeah, it's not the way you want to see a championship game decided. But it was it was grotesquely poor on both the gals' teams, LSU and Iowa. Just uh, that that crew was horrible. They were absolutely horrible. So, anyways, uh, you know there there's my lament. But we'll get into that. A lot of baseball from the weekend, and of course, Masters week as well, and course you got 18 live golfers the pga guys freddie couples popping off today you know tiger snubbing dechambeau in the off season on his birthday and some other stuff you know the you know to a point the media is feeding that frenzy but we'll do a master's preview as well as we get it underway on a monday into a tuesday here on sports byline broadcast keep it right here Have you ever noticed that when the afternoon light hits your floors, you can see everything, including dust? 
so much dust. And that poor dust gets kicked up into the air, compromising the quality of air you and your family breathe. Eesh. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper is the fast and easy way to clean your floors with ultra-thick pads that trap and lock dust before it gets in the air. Just a couple minutes a day. And dust is gone. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper. <sighs> Proud partner of the American Lung Association. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. All right, talking the world of sports here on Sports Byline. Lots to get to. I don't even know where to start. Lamont Butler, Saturday night, San Diego State. I mean, Florida Atlantic misses a easy layup. And really, I think, you know, would have at least forced overtime and would have forced San Diego State to shoot a three. But, boy, Lamont Butler, uh, I mean, he gets down the length of the court gets shut off right of the lane and then dribbles around and then ducks into the inside the uh, tight elbow on the right. He wasn't foul line. He was just about, what, three or four feet away from the foul line, right off that quote-unquote elbow, the extension of the foul line, just down a little bit closer to the hoop and drained it. I mean, it was a, it's a great shot. It's a tough angle, too. Um, and so San Diego State coach Dutcher um, – you know, Matt Bradley played out of his mind. It's a, it's a great story. It is. Um, unfortunately for San Diego State, uh, 
they're running into a beast tonight. They're just running into a beast in Connecticut. And I don't think San Diego State's going to have an answer for Hawkins. But listen, you play 40 minutes of basketball. And um, I think it's going to be an entertaining game. Look, if you told us back three weeks ago on Selection Sunday that we're going to get San Diego State and UConn in the national title game on Monday night, April 3rd, uh, you know, we tell you, that, you know, pee in this cup and let's uh, run a drug test. But, um, I don't know. Let's see. You know, this is this tournament has been expect the unexpected, right? I mean, no one could have been more wrong than yours truly. I was all wet on this. I thought, you know, I thought we'd get some early round upsets. Look, I never saw Fairleigh Dickinson beating Purdue. I didn't see, you know, the second time in three years, a 16 picking off a one. I didn't see Princeton make a, a big run. But listen, we didn't see St. Peter's a year ago knock off Purdue in Kentucky. We didn't see that. And then they ran into Carolina, and they got you know the uh, you know the slipper, uh, the glass slipper didn't come off and, or didn't go on, and now boom, they, the stagecoach turned into a pumpkin Cinderella story game set match. I was not shocked at the early round upsets, but I thought we'd be looking at chalk. I mean, one final look at the draw. Come on, you mean to tell me Alabama wasn't going to go through, you know, the likes of Maryland, San Diego State, uh, Creighton, or Princeton? You know, you just, uh, come on, Alabama, Brandon Miller, you know, the, I mean, uh, Coach Nate's done a heck of a job. Houston, they, you know, we all, I did, scripted, number one seed. Kelvin Sampson, the Cougars are going to have a quick, you know, dispatch of the likes of Miami, uh, you know, Auburn was not going to pose any threat, you know, and, and again, this, you know, maybe Texas would be a little salty as the two seed. And listen, it, it didn't happen. Miami, you know, did a nice job until uh, they ran into a Connecticut buzzsaw on Saturday night. Houston, I thought, would be playing tonight, honestly, on essentially their home court. The lower end of the bracket, you know, Connecticut. You know, listen, the, the one thing you have to know about UConn, it's not like they were a decorated team coming in here. I mean, this was a four seed. They had Rick Pitino in the first round. They didn't show much. You know, things kind of got quirky because then they had St. Mary's and they uh, whacked them. They, they crushed Arkansas, a team we saw here in Des Moines. And Arkansas looked like they were playing at a high level, having picked off Kansas. So Connecticut rightfully uh, has their spot in Houston. So we can't get too crazy about a four seed. Lower left bracket, though, that's where you had craziness. You had, Think about the – look what you had in that bracket. You had Marquette, which was playing, you know, great ball. Shaka Smart, coach of the year. You had Izzo in Michigan State, and they knocked off Marquette. But you got the Izzo – you know, you got the Izzo uh, postseason, you know, just stalwart record. Yeoman's work in postseason. Tennessee and, uh, you know, Rick Barnes looked like they were peaking at the right time. And all of a sudden, you see Florida Atlantic come out of the clouds. I mean, who's this team? Dusty Bay, a kid from Indiana, you know, the Bobby Knight little angle. So it was a crazy, crazy tournament. And so what do you get tonight? You get Florida uh, – I mean, excuse me, you get San Diego State and you get UConn in a national title game. Who could? Who would have thunk it? So we'll see. It's 40 minutes of basketball. I think it'll be up and down the court. You know, the game to me probably going to, you know, get to high 70s, you know, 78, 68, something like that. I think Connecticut just has too much talent. And so the UConn men are going to get another title. And I think they're going to do it in short order tonight. All right, let's go back to the women. 
You know, a lot made of the trash talk. Caitlin Clark, listen, this was a great story. But, uh, you know, my buddy I was watching the game with made a great point right before tip-off. Great point. My buddy Bill Kirby, I got to give him full props for this. He said, you know something? We're all focused on Iowa beating South Carolina. They did so on Thursday. It was a rollicking victory. Caitlin Clark, her second 41-point game. I mean, this was just a uh, just a stellar performance. She did a lot of good for sports. She did a lot of good for college basketball in this country. She really did. And she's done a lot for the women's game and the name, image, and likeness. She's now banking some pretty decent money. She'd take a pay rate. I mean, she would take a pay cut to go to the WNBA. And Aaliyah Boston from South Carolina declared over the weekend that she's going to the WNBA. Caitlin Clark's going back to Iowa. So, and she'll, like I say, she'd get a pay cut going to the WNBA. But you got to give LSU a lot of credit. My buddy said right before tip-off, he said, we're forgetting LSU only lost twice this year. They lost two games. Iowa lost six games. And Iowa had a Jekyll and Hyde feel to it. But the one thing that I said to him right before tip-off, I hope the referees don't think that people bought tickets in Dallas at American Airlines Arena to watch three refs blow their whistles on a Sunday night primetime national title game. And I'm going to sound like a bitter Hawkeye apologist, and I promise you I'm not, but the officials ruined that game. They ruined it. They were calling ticky-tack fouls. They made sure the T, they've got to blow their whistles on national TV, the bright lights of ABC. It's human nature. I can't stand it. Let the girls play the game. Let the guys play the game tonight. Nobody's there to watch you blow whistle. They Come on, they whistled 37 uh, fouls. And don't tell me that, well, you know what, the same amount of fouls or a few more in the South Carolina-Iowa game. you got to put them in context. They're blowing whistles right out of the chute. you got Angel Reese with two fouls. you got Monica, uh, whatever her name is, the big gal from Minnesota on Iowa. She's got two. Then you get Caitlin Clark with two, and they're spending time on the bench. Nobody, nobody, ABC, ESPN didn't put that game. The NCAA didn't put that game, get a national championship game. And those referees should never even get near a national championship game, let alone a tournament game. That crew was horrible. Let the gosh darn girls play the game, would you please? And listen, LSU would have won that game no matter what, even if the game. But they, they just took they took it they took it away from the gals. They couldn't play. We didn't get to see. You know, Caitlin Clark's playing with a chip on her shoulder or looking over her shoulder. You breathe on someone. They're whistling fouls forty feet from the basket. And don't tell me, well, you know what? Caitlin Clark can hit the ball. Can hit shots from thirty five feet. We know that, but that's not what they were calling. They were calling these little ticky tack fouls, and then they, you know, and then you got. Kim Mulkey, who was dressed like she was going to a Halloween party. I don't know what the heck she – I mean, I don't know what the hell that outfit was. But, uh, listen, that's her deal. But I'll tell you what. How, the, how does she get to coach and how does she get to officiate? Because they go to a replay on a flagrant because she stopped the game and Iowa had just made a huge run. And nobody's talking about that today. And that absolutely drove me crazy. How does Kim Mulkey get to stop the game and doesn't call a timeout? She was refing the freaking game from the coach's box. And she should have been teed up. And then you tee up Caitlin Clark for flipping the ball behind her? Terrible job out of those officials. Hey, Charlie Baker, former governor of Massachusetts, now the head of the NCAA. Get on the bat phone. 
call the NCR in your office, call the head of the officials, get the three names of those three gals and get rid of them. Let them go. Let them go ruin a division three game in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. How you had those three ladies blowing whistles the way they did Saturday night, American Airlines Arena, Sunday night, horrible job. It was horrible. So, you know, that's it. I sound like a bitter Hawkeye fan, and I'm not, I swear to God, because LSU deserved. They killed him on the boards. Angel Reese is a tremendous player. There was some trash talking. It was great, but the officials, they ruined it. All right, we'll come back. Fred Smith's going to join us. We'll talk some, uh, hey, how about some Red Sox baseball? How about the How about the Giants? How about the Yankees and Giants over the weekend? Lots to get to. Freddie Smith coming up next year on Sports Byline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. 
Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. The Sports here on Sports Byline. Our conversation with our buddy Fred Smith presented by Muggsies. They've got the national title game uh, tonight. Eight, I think 820. Boy, 920 East. Give me a break, would you? Who, I mean, come on. Play the game at 730 East, 920 East. Come on, you're talking midnight. One shining moment. It'll be Tuesday morning for crying out loud. Well, we'll keep you updated throughout the night into the overnight hours right here on Sports Byline. I love being on. I love being on late at night, night owl. It's uh, not fooling anybody. It's on tape, but <laughs> I let you think I'm up at two in the morning. How about that? All right, let's get my pal in here. He is Fred Smith. Freddie, what's going on? How are you? Oh, uh, yeah, not too bad for uh, the first week of April here, bud. Uh, Another jam-packed weekend of sports. I uh, really, uh, there's a lot to keep up with. I don't know how you do it, Marty, but well, you get her you know, done. You, yeah, you get it done. And uh, so, what are you into right now? Let me, let me. You know, you're like the common man, the common fan, Fred Smith, my buddy. I uh, love having you on the show. Here's where I want to go. I take your temperature here. What, what do you got to buzz about? You got to buzz about the championship game tonight, the women over the weekend. The Red Sox off to a pretty decent start. The Masters or some cockamamie auto racing. What has got you jacked up right now? Give me your top oh, three right now. Actually, top the three big, things. Big thing over the, the big thing over the weekend was opening uh, weekend for the Red Sox. And, of course, I haven't really, you know, there's been other stuff overriding them. But uh, I'm getting caught up, uh, the players and uh, their positions and, Overall, it was kind of a pleasant surprise for the Red Sox this week. I mean, they had a cu- set a couple of records. Um, I think everybody was surprised, and the pitch clock and the new rules are kind of adding to the excitement. Things are are clicking right along. I think one of the games was two hours and forty four minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's just been good for uh, the city of Boston and everybody up here. It's another. Uh, 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 Sport to kind of follow, and you know things are cooking with the Bruins, the Celtics, uh, now the Red Sox and the Patriots are kind of working behind the scenes, going about their business and uh, stuff. And yeah, auto racing was on. Uh, I didn't really watch much of the golf, and of course I was too tuned into you know Iowa women's and uh, LSU, and then the men's and <clears throat> on the local news here, you know uh, UConn's getting. Getting all their uh, enforcement in place here. They're expecting the campus to erupt. You know how that goes. Oh, yeah. I love that stuff. All right, so here's where I want to go you with the Red Sox. Listen, they're going to score a lot of runs, but, hey, listen, they're – now, Hauk wasn't horrible. I watched a little bit of that yesterday. I kept in touch with him, but Chris Sale was horrible on Saturday. Dude, this guy, I don't, you know, look, he he's a China doll. He gets hurt waking up in the morning. He gets hurt going taking a leak in the middle of the night. I think he, I don't know, I think Chris Sale might be the biggest bust in the history. I mean, he's making when they had Carl Crawford look like he was a bargain. I think Chris Sale is damaged goods. I, I don't, I, his best days are clearly behind him. You have any confidence he's yeah. going to yield any fruit for the Red Sox? Give me a quick hit on that. Nah, the only thing is control is all over the place. He, he he went three innings, gave up three home runs. He hit a batter. He had no command. 
Uh, you know, certainly he had some velocity. Is about the only good thing they said he had. So, yeah, I'm not overly impressed with him. I don't, I, you know, I don't think he's going to have the season uh, that he thinks he's going to have. But yeah, I think he's damaged goods myself. So you, you know, the bullpen had to go. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, the, the bullpen had to come in and mop up that game. They went two six pitches that day on Saturday, and of course. Uh, you know that game was carried by Adam Baum. He came, you know, he came from the the Braves. I don't know, was he a free agent or did he get rid of him? I don't know. The guy's paying huge dividends right away. Uh, he's been great. He really had. You know, they had a chance too uh, in the opener on Thursday. Uh, you know, they play that Thursday opener. They take Friday off. They play Saturday and Sunday. Then the Pirates come in tonight. Cutter Crawford for the Red Sox. Duvall had a shot on Thursday. He was up with the uh, tying run. Sox were down 9-4, 9-5, battled back to 9-8, uh, or maybe 10-9, whatever it was. But uh, he whiffs on Thursday. Off day Friday, he had a huge Saturday and Sunday. He bounced back. He, he's, he's showing a lot of promise. He really is. Great pickup. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, you know, that was a big letdown on opening day. He had a chance to, to do something there. But, you know, he came back the next day, uh, Saturday, and uh, really lit it up. So, uh, you know, and then he continued on into Sunday. He had some timely hits. Uh, you know, the Red Sox are making contact. uh uh, there's a lot of good points with them, but, you know, they got work to do. So um, the stolen bases, what was it, the first uh, first uh, games of the season, they went the 10 for 10 on stolen bases. Baltimore, you got to get a little catching going on there. <laughs> you got that right. All right, listen, let, yeah. I want to spend some time on it. Uh, Masters, you got 18 guys from the Live Tour. Freddie Couples piping up today. Uh, you know, Tiger's playing, Phil's going to be there, all the live guys are there. It's Easter weekend, uh, you know, it's Holy Week. What do you think? Are we going to have a Holy War unfolding in Augusta? I'm pumped up for this tournament. I'll tell you, I'll be locked and loaded on Wednesday for the, uh, the par three, and then the first round on Thursday right into the weekend, and away we go. Give me a quick hit on the Masters. What do you think? Yeah, a lot of pressure on the live guys. they got to put up or shut up, and uh... – Let's see what they can do. I guess, you know, the PGA guide, regular tour players, you know, are saying, you know, they really don't play golf anymore over there. They're cashing out and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Well, it, uh, Smitty got beat there by, uh, you know, when they played in Orlando, he got beat. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. They're under a lot of pressure to produce, and uh, the weather looks really sketchy down the stretch, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday down there, which – you know, it's kind of too bad. I watched some of the stuff there from today. The course is beautiful. So, uh, yeah, we'll be more going about, to that. We, we want tell me Tiger. more about the weather. Tell me more about if, the weather before you get to Tiger. Is it going to rain all weekend or what? Ah, showers in the afternoon and uh, every day. Uh, yeah, the weather looks sketchy down there. It's not going to be, you know, the ideal conditions, I guess. So, that's uh, what I saw. And, uh. Uh, pray for the best, I guess. So, um, sure, Tiger. Uh, Tiger. Tiger can, if he can make the cut, he's a sentimental favor. But there's no way Tiger's gonna be on the leaderboard. Nah, he was. Uh, he was 47th a year ago. Uh, look, he's he's good. All right, here's what we got weather-wise. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday look good. You're right. The weekend's gonna be very. Oh my God, this is horrible. Yeah, it looks sketchy, man. It's like, you know, it's too bad. 
But, you know, we'll see how it goes. That's what they said about the Red Sox game Saturday, but there was enough of a window they got it in. So uh, uh, I guess that's part of Mother Nature. You know, you can't control Mother Nature as much as people want to believe climate change. She's going to do what she wants when she wants. So Yeah. If a live uh, guy yeah, were to win the turn, if a live guy wins it, will you be annoyed? Let's say Dustin Johnson wins it. Would you be annoyed if a live guy wins it on Sunday? Well, if he earns it, and then if you got somebody making a, uh, a tournament of it, but, you know, I don't think anybody's going to walk away with it. I think it's going to be fairly, you know, one stroke, uh, come down to it on Sunday, and uh, that it's all strategy. It's all, you know, in your game. Uh, um, if a live guy wins it, he earned it. That's my thing. But, I, you know, it'll be what it'll be. I'd much rather have a PGA regular tour guy come up, someone unknown, or who knows. Uh, but we'll get a good idea what what it's off to on Thursday and wherever the cut line is. So that uh, we'll see. Yeah, that's a big uh, big tournament. Good time of year. Uh, Great time of year. NASCAR was on duty this week. They were out in uh, Richmond. Uh, Kyle Larson won. Josh Berry came in second. Ross Chastain came in third. Uh, pretty clean race. It's a three-quarter mile track. They had eight cautions. Uh, there was a late caution late, and that was enough for Larson to get in and out of the pits quick, and uh, he drove away from him. It was all about tires there. Uh, Kurt Busch, uh, Kyle Busch came in 14. Bubba Wallace finished. He was in 22nd. And then on the Saturday race, you had to... The uh, Infinity Series, <clears throat> Smith, not uh, uh, Chandler Smith, I think. Joe Nemechek and uh, Barry came in third. Sammy Smith came in 19th. And the other Iowa boy, Brett Moffitt, came in 22nd. Not a lot of cautions in that race. I saw either. that. I it, saw that a little bit. Yeah. All right. I got to ask you one more before we let you go. The, the Boston Bruins in Texas. Have, hold, hold on. I don't care about that. Uh the uh, Bruins have five games left. Can they win three out of their last five and break the record, or what do you think? you got about yeah. 20 seconds, so go ahead. Give me a quick yeah. hit. I'm all in on that. They got, you know, that would be great. They've had a great season. If they could put that cherry on the top, that will go down in the history books, and you and I will witness it, and it, it, it'll be good. Pasta had a hat trick on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> you know, came down to a shootout yesterday. The goaltending's been spectacular. Uh, it's just, uh, they're clicking, but I wish they'd get them one in regulation. These overtime games are like, ah, man, overtime, but, uh, you know, it's just good hockey, the Bruins, and they got a good following up here. They're just, uh, it's nice when you're winning, winning takes care of everything, Marty, right? Takes care of everything. Absolutely. Good job, buddy. I love your raspy voice. You sound like a throwback to Johnny Most back in the 70s and 80s, for crying out loud. <laughs> good job, buddy. Good. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. All right. Thanks, Marty. You get back to us, old gravelly pipes. There you go. It sounds like he gargles with uh, Listerine and probably some uh, WD-40 motor oil with that raspy voice of his. We're coming back on Sports Byline National Championship game tonight. Baseball afternoon. Giants win. Boy, the Mets got smoked by the Brewers. Sox tonight. Red Red Sox, some great action. Coming back on Sports Byline.
If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Download here on Sports Byline Broadcast into the night, into the early morning hours here on a Monday into a Tuesday here. Presented by Vanguard Utility Partners, Randy Byrne by Destination Grill in Grimes, Iowa. Destination Grill with an E.com. And let's get into it. Start of the baseball season. We got through the first weekend, Dom, with your Giants. It was feast or famine. Today it was feast against the White Sox. The Yankees, it's kind of a topsy-turvy weekend for the Giants opening weekend. What do you think real quick? Uh, I'm surprised they won one game. Uh, I'll be completely honest. (laughs) This Giants team is going to be terrible. The only way they'll win games is if they connect on home runs. There's going to be no in-between. They're going to be exactly what they were last year, 500 at best, and their run differential is going to be great because they're either going to win 7-2 or they're going to lose 3-4-0. It's just going to be how it is. I have 
today's output I, means boy, nothing to me. Being rough on them, they look. They got Conforto uh, from the Mets. Uh, Wade's pretty good leadoff guy. Uh, you know, Flores came off the bench today. I like Yastrzemski. Crawford, uh, he he wore the collar today. 0 for four. Uh, you're being a little. You think the Giants are going to be very mediocre, huh? Hundred percent. Everybody that you just named is average at best, unless Conforto's healthy. If Conforto's healthy, he's very good. Lamont Wade Jr. average at best. Uh, Wilmer Flores had a very good year last year. He's hardly played so far. Uh, I don't even know if he if, what his role is moving forward. Brandon Crawford has never been a good hitter. He's had a couple good seasons offensively, but other than that, he's an old guy with a bad knee. I have no faith in him. And Mike Yastrzemski, there's a reason that as a 28-year-old, the Orioles cut him. There, there, there's a reason for that. It, it, these guys, when they connect, sure, the way that the Giants analytics and, and all the coaching got, has them hitting with their launch angles and all that. So when they connect, they hit it far. It's just I have no faith that they can do it consistently. Uh, never heard of the guy, Anthony D. Schiaffani. He was sharp today, though. Yeah, that's a decent White Sox team on the road. You got to give him a little bit of credit. And uh, don't look now, but uh, and I don't even know who David Villar is, but he had six runs. I get what you're saying, though. When you take the totality of that lineup, you think, you know, it's it's going to kind of what we saw the opening weekend, feast or famine. They're going to win 12 to three or get beat six to nothing. Is that what I hear you saying? hundred percent. And Di Sclafani's a fine pitcher. He was uh, he was good with the Giants when he signed his original deal with them, had an injury last year, so he wasn't as good. He was fine when he was with the Reds before that, but that's kind of what the Giants, this current iteration of the Giants is known for, is the reclamation project. You, you look at Rodone, they're going to try to do the same with Sean Manaya, who looked abjectly mm-hmm. awful out of the bullpen today. Ross Stripling, that, that's kind of what they do, is they try to get the guys, and Alex Wood, Alex Cobb, Dee Sclafani, they, they're all about, they think that with their analytics and everything, that they can unlock something in pitchers, and they like, it's the Farhan Zaidi way, the GM, it's his way of, I'm going to get a guy who I think is under market value, maybe injured a lot. We're going to rebuild him, and we're going to give him an option. And if he doesn't quite get to where he's going to be, we're going to exercise the option, and he can keep him. We'll pay him for another year. But if they do really well, we can trade him. It, it's just the way that it's it, they operate these days. You know, baseball, it's such a long season. You can overreact to a good start or a mediocre start or even a poor start. Mets whipped today 10-zip. You know, Cohen spent a lot of money there. Uh, I I mean, I still have concerns about them. Obviously, Verlander starts the season on the IL, which is not good. We'll see about Scherzer. He might be a little long in the tooth. You know, they got some questions to be answered, the Mets do. Obviously, the bullpen took a hit during the World Baseball Classic. So, you know, they lose a key player. Uh, is the storyline this year on the East, the Mets and Phillies, and I know you mentioned the Braves and you got to, uh, and then in the National League out West, you got to look at, you know, San Diego. They got, they scuttled a little bit to start against Colorado at home. You know, the Dodgers are going to be there. Is there an outlier in the National League out West that we're missing? Oh, especially out West? Absolutely not. It's going to be the Dodgers. It'll probably be the Padres in second. I would expect Arizona to be third and maybe the Giants fourth, Rockies fifth. You're there there's not gonna be um a stunning, oh my gosh, how did that team do it team coming out of the West this year? No chance. All right. What about uh in, in the middle of America? Cardinals, I uh, we're staying in the National League for a while. You know, the Brewers, um, uh, 
I think you, you can't ignore them. The Cubs are in also ran status. Uh, what about the National League Central? Is it, I think, probably St. Louis, but we'll see. I mean, uh, we might see something out of somebody else. What do you think? Give me the Brewers. I like the Brewers a lot. They've, they haven't been able to get over that hump the last few years when they've made the playoffs, but now they've got that playoff experience. They've got Corbin Burns. They've got Brandon Woodruff. And as long as you have a 1-2 like that, anything can happen, especially when you get into a three-game series. They're hitting. There's going to be question marks, but they get the job done. And the bullpen is solid with Devin Williams. Uh, they don't have Josh Hader anymore, but Devin Williams on the back end there. Bryce Tarang, former uh, Tarang, whatever it might be. I don't know the proper pronunciation. Former first-round pick. He hit a grand slam. He looks like he could be the real deal at second base for them. So I like the Brewers to win the NL Central. Interesting. So I I think that sums it up. All right, American League, uh, You you got. I, I, I'm assuming you got a glimpse of the Yankees they'll be might be uh there Red Sox I I don't have any faith in them you know I think it's going to be Houston that we'll see about the Angels out west you know the White Sox people are getting a little you know over the top on them I don't see it there I think the American League is going to be Yankees Houston I, I I don't see you know I don't know I don't I, I hear people say Texas is going to be good this year I I don't really see it uh Tampa Toronto maybe what do you what do you see coming out of the uh, American League I think similarly to the National League where the Dodgers are the obvious favorite in the AL, you like you said, it's the Yankees and the Astros, and it's going to take a yeah. different team, one of these other teams getting hot come playoff time to knock them out because it, as it stands here at the beginning of April, those two teams are far and away better than everybody else. The Guardians and the White Sox, show me what you can actually do. Both teams have been fine lately, but show me what you guys can get done. The American League East, I think, is going to be very intriguing. I think the Yankees still win it, but I think the Orioles finish second. I think the Rays finish third, and I think all three teams make the playoffs. And you mentioned them very briefly in the AL West. Watch out for the Rangers. I know it sounds ridiculous saying watch out for the Rangers, but uh, they they do. The work that they've done. There's one thing when it comes, you added free agents. It, It all depends on the free agents, though. And I think with the rule changes, the ban on the shift, I think all of a sudden that Corey Seager signing is going to be fantastic for uh, the Rangers. They added some pitching, which they have desperately needed. I think they could be a sneaky team competing for a wild card at the end of the season. All right, here we go. NFL draft April quarterbacks, pretty much the discussion right now. Bears give up the one. Carolina's got it. We'll see what they do. Uh, A lot of talk today that Tennessee – might be ready to pedal their pick. Uh, this is going to be an interesting month. How do you see it coming down here in the next couple of weeks? You see anything? More trades, people holding sway. Is it going to be quarterbacks dominating the top five or six? What do you think, Don? I think the quarterbacks will dominate the top ten, even though they shouldn't. I think C.J. Stroud is the only guy. Maybe Anthony Richardson, just because of his athletic ability. Those are the only two guys I'll want on my team moving forward, but everybody is very high on Bryce Young and Will Levis for some reason. Everybody likes them, so I could see all four of them going in the top ten. I do think that there is going to be a trade. I've heard rumblings out here in San Francisco of Trey Lance for, uh, oh my gosh, what is his name? Malik Willis. And a first yeah. and and a first round pick. Tennessee, yep. yep. I, I, Tennessee. To Tennessee. I, I, it makes no sense to me as a 49ers fan why they would do that, but 
If they're desperate enough to want to get back into the first round, so be it. But trading Trey Lance at this given moment, that's the lowest possible value he has right this second. He's not making a ton of money, so it's fine to keep him on the roster. And if you do trade him, that leaves Sam Darnold as your one healthy quarterback because Malik Willis, we saw it, he's got talent, but he's definitely not ready to be an NFL quarterback yet. So the only guy ready to step onto the field if the 49ers were to make that trade would be Sam Darnold. And uh, I hate to break it to you, you don't want Sam Darnold starting for your team these days. So I think there's definitely going to be a few more trades. We saw Jalen Carter saying, I'm not interviewing with anybody outside the top 10, so we'll have to see if somebody trades into the top 10 to get him if he's still sitting there. So there's a lot of moving parts still, I think, as we uh, head towards the end of the month. Yeah, the number three pick right now belongs to the Cardinals. Tennessee's got the 11th overall, so that's a bargaining chip. Uh, The Raiders, who have the seventh pick, are also looking to move up. Um, And then what else? I saw uh, Panthers, of course, number one overall. The Texans got two. Stroud, Young, Richardson, Levis, top quarterbacks, like you said. Cardinals have Kyler Murray. I mean, maybe they move Kyler Murray. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know. If I'm Arizona, though, if I've got that three pick, I'm listening, don't you? New coach, rebuilding out there. I think Arizona's going to listen to anybody that wants that third pick, don't you? I'm listening, and I'm also listening on offers on Kyler Murray. I've said it, you know, and as a 49ers fan, I'm incredibly grateful that the Cardinals drafted Kyler Murray because that allowed the 49ers to take Nick Bosa. So thank you for that, Arizona. I don't think Kyler Murray's that guy. He's a guy who I think is going to have success in the NFL, but I don't think he's the kind of guy you want as your franchise quarterback. And I know that sounds redundant. He's good, but he's not that good. I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. And we, we've, we've seen and heard so many things about his, his leadership qualities and his attention to detail and his willingness to prepare. Those are not question marks, even, even if they're only slightly true or if they're not true at all. Those are not things that you want coming out about your quarterback. And and we've seen it so many times. A guy comes in, a coach comes into a new situation. He wants his guy. I don't know how he feels about Kyler Murray being his guy. All right, one more before we let you go. Uh, Purdy, how quickly does he bounce back? You know, he's young. Uh, they say the surgery went well. Could he be ready for week one, do you think, or is that just too much to ask at this point? I haven't looked into it enough, but I, I I know that his return time is around then. I'd imagine they want to get him as many reps as possible because, yes, he had success last season, but he's still a guy who almost went undrafted, who was not in, I don't think, right. a D1 program. It could be D2. It could be D1. Whatever it might be. He wasn't playing the SEC every week, put it that way. And now there's tape on him. So I think they're definitely going to want him to get as many live reps as possible. And I've seen a couple articles from veteran reporters saying they wouldn't be surprised if Sam Darnold is the starter week one as Lance is uh, his status on the team is in question. And Purdy's health is a huge question mark. So I I think it's possible. Purdy's recovery is 100 percent on the uh, on the beam. I mean, he comes back. He looks great. Is he a franchise quarterback? Forget the Mr. Irrelevant. Can he be a franchise quarterback there with the 49ers, in your opinion? I haven't seen enough to um, give you a proper feeling of that. As of right now, Wait, sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, what's your gut feeling, though? I, I understand. Not, we, we've only seen him for a half a year. I get that. 
What's your gut tell you, though? Was this flash in the pan? Was this a football yes, version? My gut of, tells me uh, absolutely not. Wow. That's where my yeah. gut tells me, but I'm probably wrong about it, and he's going to surprise me. But just when I watch him play, there's not one thing that he does excellent. He does a lot of things very well. He strikes me as a type of guy, and I'm going to use air quotes, uh, career game manager who can make some plays when needed. Interesting. Well, Jeremy Lin did it with the Knicks and the NBA, and maybe Brock Purdy does it with the Niners. Flash in the pan. We'll see. Good take. Dom's Download brought to you by Vanguard Utility Partners and by Muggsies in Pleasant Hill, Iowa. They got the title game tonight. And by Destination Grill with an E. DestinationGrill.com in Grimes, Iowa as well. We come back. We'll put a wrap on a Monday into a Tuesday with scores, interviews, and highlights. This is Sports Byline Broadcast. Keep it right here. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. 
Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. All right, we got scores, interviews, and highlights throughout the night. Keep it right here. Uh, Cubs put up a crooked number early against Cincinnati. Twins down in Florida against the Marlins. Yanks, Phils will have details on that game when it goes final. Rays, Nats, Pirates, Red Sox, Jays, Royals, Braves, Cards, Orioles, Rangers, Tigers, Astros, D-backs, Padres, Guardians, A's, Angels, Mariners. Boy, there's a lot of games. Rockies, Dodgers. Earlier today, uh, Milwaukee thumped the Mets, 10-zip. Mets did not have it. Who did the Mets throw in that game? Who did the Mets throw in that game? Carrasco. Terrible. Freddie Peralta was sharp. Six innings allowed just two hits. Seven Ks. He walked three. Milwaukee cakewalk. Giants, you know, you heard Dom. He's he is fading the Giants, but they put up a big 12 spot against the White Sox. Uh, yeah, and then the hoops tonight. Look, the NBA goes uh, – NBA is quiet tonight, right? Yeah, because you got national championship game, Masters practice round. Today will be – uh, updating you all the pairings and start times, or tee times rather, coming out. Uh, San Diego State, Connecticut, uh, yeah, UConn, I think, rollicking in cutting down the nets tonight in Houston. So throughout the overnight, we'll keep you updated with scores, interviews, and highlights, and then we're back at it tomorrow. We'll put a wrap on the college basketball season, and we'll get really into the Masters as we head. You know, Holy Week, obviously, uh, I mean, it's just going to be a very, very solemn week, and away we go. And uh, Augusta National will be the uh, the focal point, without a doubt. And, of course, uh, the second full week of Major League Baseball as well. So uh, a lot of good action tonight uh, with the college basketball curtain falling on the 2022-2023 season. Boy, it went quick. It really did. It seems like just yesterday we were in Chicago or Indy with the tip-off classic, and away we go. Good job out of Dom. Fred Smith, excellent job. Check out our podcast, iHeartMedia, Stitcher. Uh, check it out, Facebook, Marty Terrell. Check it out at sportsbyline.com. Join us throughout the night into the morning hours here on Sports Overnight America. Presented by Muggsies in Pleasant Hill, Iowa, by Destination Grill and Vanguard Utility Partners. For Dom and the whole crew, I'm Marty Terrell. Adios. <laughs>